Here on Triple H 100.1 FM. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Rotary Matters. My name is Ian Stewart and it's really good to be with you on this beautiful, sunny, early winter day. Now, the idea of the program, Rotary Matters, is to put the spotlight onto some of the many worthy courses, the projects, and the people who make up Rotary. Now, a hallmark of Rotary is the rigorous way that the whole enterprise is governed. And while the broad areas of focus, their priorities and governance is driven from above at an international level, it's in the local Rotary Clubs where the main action takes place. This is where you're most likely to encounter Rotarians quietly going about their business, improving lives and tackling a vast array of projects with local and international impact. Now each uh, Rotary Club has its own locally elected board of officials a treasurer, a secretary, a vocational director, a president-elect, a public image director, and so on. But leading it all is that Rotary Club's president, a role which is usually held for just one year, and a role which can have short and long-term ramifications on the success of the club. So today on Rotary Matters, we're going to be meeting Ian Spencer, who is stepping down next week following his year of office at the helm of the Rotary Club of Taramara on Sydney's Upper North Shore. I wanted to find out um, how Ian became the president, the pre- preparation that he made, the goals that he had for his term of office and things he'd change if he had his time again. And I spoke a few days ago with Ian Spencer. So today on Rotary Matters, it's a, a great privilege to have with us uh, the president of Taramara Rotary Club, uh, Mr. Ian Spencer. To tell us something about um, his experience as a president and what it means for the wider Rotary community. So, Ian Spencer, before you joined Taramara Rotary, uh, how aware were you, in fact, of, of Rotary, if at all? Um, look, I was certainly aware of Rotary. I think most people have probably heard of Rotary. Um, but I'd, I'd previously had an experience when I was in my early to mid-30s we were living in a country town in Queensland called Biloela. And as part of being part of the the, uh, country town um, hierarchy, I guess, I was invited along to a rotary meeting in Biloela. This was back in the early 90s. And I subsequently became a member of the Rotary Club of Biloela. At that stage, it was an all-male club, as rotary was in those days. Um, Quite a a formal club in in a way. It used to sing uh, the national anthem and... uh, sing grace and so on so um i was certainly aware of it but unfortunately we moved from Wheeler in 1995 across to western australia and i didn't continue with the membership of rotary at that point okay so you'd had a taste of it in Wheeler. you had a taste of it yes you knew something of its values and what it uh, was setting out to do eventually you move around the country i know um and you end up in the northern suburbs of sydney in, in taramurra and you chose to join the Taramara Rotary Club. How did that come about? Well, interesting. My, my wife, Sue, had joined Taramara Rotary around 2017 um, because at that stage I was commuting between Sydney and the country town of Young. And uh, in order for her to uh, have some social uh, contact and interaction, um, and also she became involved with a key project that was focused on feminine health uh, in the Manus province of Papua New Guinea, and she she was very very much enjoying her time in Taramara Rotary. She enjoyed the social aspects of being a member, 
as well as uh, being involved in this quite important project. Um, and it was thus her enthusiasm that motivated me to join her after I retired in 2021. And so that's when I joined my Rotary. And listen, just for clarification, Ian's referred to his wife, Sue, who was involved in a project known as Days for Girls. This was the feminine... Well, it, it was known as Days for Girls, and then it became Hamamas Mary, which is in the local pidgin language, which means happy woman oh. <laughs> or happy girl. <laughs> okay. So Sue has become a member. You have uh, now just about retired from um, your full-time job, which took you between Sydney and Young. How did you become president of um, the Taramara Shikabi and Spencer? Well, when I joined Taramara, um, the president-elect position was vacant and the club needed someone to step up. So I had just retired from a senior business management position and I felt I could possibly bring some skills and perhaps a new perspective to the role within the club. And additionally to that, I was prevailed upon by a couple of senior members of the club to uh, pressure me to say, why don't you step up? <laughs> so without any further ado, I did step up. <laughs> so you stepped up, but um, you weren't stepping into a void or a vacuum because there is a certain amount of preparation and training provided for presidents elect. Uh, can you tell us something about that, Ian Spencer? Well, yes, I did find out that Rotary's got a very good and quite extensive suite of training programs for any members who are interested to pursue them. Um, the programs covering cover leadership, motivation, club organisation, volunteer management, and Rotary generally. So I actually um, enrolled in and completed a course called the Rotary Leadership Institute. It was run over a, a couple of days via um, in within the Northern Sydney Rotary District, of which Taramara is a part, called District Nine Six Eight Five from memory. Uh, it was run online via Zoom because of COVID back in 2021. And so that was my main training in terms of a, of a Rotary leadership position. Uh, and then I also attended an incoming club president's training day, which covered general Rotary issues and club management generally. And that training day was a one day um, session out of Borkham Hills. And it was a good opportunity for me to interact with other local incoming club presidents. And so was this um, training conducted amongst people from your district, uh, or was it from just the Greater Sydney area? Well, it was run by a, a group of trainers from within the Sydney area, right. but it actually they actually had invited a number of uh, country Rotary Club uh, people along to it as well. So there were people from the north coast of New South Wales, from uh, inland New South Wales, around Scone and Moree. So it, it was actually quite a nice, broad um, group of people that I became associated with. So listeners, what you're hearing from now is Ian Spencer, incoming president to a, a Rotary Club in Taramara. There is a certain amount of training provided, um, but it's indicative of the whole Rotary approach in making sure that those people who take leadership positions are well equipped to do so. Building, of course, on your own background in business, you're able to overlay that with the um, ro Rotary values and methodology. Ian, you become a president-elect, then uh, that incoming, sorry, the prevailing president retires, you then become the president. And that's the position that you assume at a changeover event, uh, which was held when? Was that last June? Last June, yes, that's right. Okay. Um, so, Ian, what 
What, let me ask, what, what were you thinking of doing in your year of presidency? Did you have specific aims or goals? Um, oh, yes, I set out a number of a number of um, goals and I put them in writing and uh, have done my best to, uh, to achieve them. But um, I guess I started from a position where I saw that there were three key aspects of being in Rotary. There's the personal social aspect with um, fostering fellowship and friendship amongst fellow members of a club. There's also a local service aspect with community projects to participate in and improve how and where we live in our local area. And there was a global aspect with being involved and contributing to international projects and big ideas about improving the world, which come out of Rotary itself. So my vision as president for Taramara over the year was to help change the perception of Rotary clubs being, I guess, the stereotype male, pale and style and to actively demonstrate and promote to the wider community that our Taramara Rotary Club is actually diverse, inclusive and vibrant and that it provides us with real value for being active members of it. And I wanted to enhance our collective membership experience within Taramara um, and ensure that the reasons we all became members were met and that we all see value for our participation and membership of the organisation. So that's um, today. I've been talking with Ian Spencer, who is just about to retire from his role as president of the Rotary Club of Taramara. And I wanted to find out how he would ensure that there would be the vibrancy and diversity within the club that he set down as one of his goals. So, Ian, uh, the diversity and the vibrancy that you referred to a moment ago, um, how did you set about ensuring that that was going to happen? Well, I had a number of specific goals, uh, I guess, and I, I, I might just run through a few of them. Yes. So I guess one was, you know, inspiring and motivating the club members, making sure that our meetings that we uh, we hold weekly were vibrant, uh, were held at a good venue, and we had good fellowship and social activities together. And that's worked well. We've, we've moved to a new venue at Taramara Bowling Club, and that's been very conducive to good social times with some excellent meal choices and a great space for social interaction with each other. Another goal was making sure that we had a, a good regular meeting program of, of interesting speakers, informing us, educating us and stimulating us to discover different and diverse perspectives. So and that's worked. With... Ian, do you choose those speakers as president? Is that one of your responsibilities? No, it's not. And the, well, one of the key aspects is to have a very good program director who's, who's backing up um, the president's role because it does create it does require quite a deal of um, rotary knowledge and knowledge of the wider community in order to invite guest speakers to come along to a meeting. It's quite a responsible job to actually arrange an interesting and stimulating program. And, and you've been fortunate, have you not, in having somebody uh, in charge of that area, a very long experience, past district governor, Pam Pritchard. That's right. That's right. It's been uh, it's been a great uh, boon to uh, to me as president to have Pam uh, with um, alacrity doing that role. Excellent. And so, uh, local service projects, Ian, was uh, the second of your key uh, targets. Um, can you name one or two of those that uh, you've become involved with or have enhanced in any way? Well, I guess look, we've got certain key projects within um, within Taramara Rotary Club. There's the Bobo bike ride. There's the, uh, what was the Jumbo flight, it's now called the Joey Joy flight. There's a Books in Homes project, which involves um, providing books to Indigenous students at, uh, at the Moree East Public School. 
Um, there's the Hamamas Mary project, which was mentioned we mentioned earlier, which was the feminine hygiene uh, project for Papua New Guinea. There's a very strong graffiti removal team within Taramara Rotary, which which basically keeps our local district very free of graffiti. And we also run the Gordon Markets in conjunction with another Rotary club at Karingai, just to name a few of the of the bigger projects that we're involved in in our in our local community and wider community. But there are lots of other little projects that we get involved in. There's local fates where we man things like chocolate wheels for local kindergartens. There's the Anzac Day morning tea, which we provide after the Anzac service at uh, Taramara Oval. So it's not just big projects, it's a lot of small community projects that we get involved in as well. well that's a very diverse there, Ian, um, some of which have been going for a very long time. You mentioned, for example, the Bobbinhead Cycle Classic. It's now in its 12th year. and um, that's a project that uh, is run in conjunction with four other Rotary clubs, which makes it uh, quite unique in the Rotary world, having a collaboration um, on such a large scale, at a very successful scale as well. So, um, in international projects, you mentioned Hamamas Mary, um, which uh, is the feminine hygiene project. There is a hospital in Sierra Leone that we support. That's right, the Bow Children's Hospital, which has been going for some time now. You might, you, you might, with your experience, understand just how long. I think it's about 10 years that it's, oh. it's actually been uh, since it was constructed with the assistance of Taramara. And we're now maintaining uh, some of its operating costs with uh, a regular donation of funds to that hospital. And some of that, those funds actually come out of the Bobo cycle uh, ride donations. So listeners, you're hearing about projects which are local um, and, and social, but local, and also some which have got international impact. Ian, um, amongst all of those things, are you satisfied? You're coming towards the end of your term of office. You've got two weeks to go. Um, are, are there some things that have worked particularly well or, or, and are there some that um, you're less happy about? Um, well, yes, there's obviously some that... Uh, some aspects which I, I would probably do better or do differently if I had my role again. Um, one of them is, is making sure that we're recognising and utilising each individual member's skills and interests to foster their active participation in all these projects. Um, we've asked certain members and particularly new members to step up with some success, but there are still some members standing back and not getting as involved in projects as, as others. But that's okay. If the members are happy with their level of activity, then, then that's fine. And that's one of the, the good things about Rotary is that, yes, there's an expectation for people to step up, but there's no pressure and uh, we, can, we can cater for all people's interests. It's a matter of recognising their own particular skills and needs as members. And having said um, that, I mean, the greatest pleasure comes from participating along with your fellows in doing, doing some good work, um, which isn't necessarily taking place on the regular Tuesday night um, meeting. It can be That's uh, right. an off-the-rate card, so to speak, uh, where you are collaborating over, you mentioned the graffiti removal team, um, where you simply turn up every Tuesday morning and, and you um, uh, erase the scourge of graffiti. Um, and the, the camaraderie around that little team is, uh, is terrific. And of course, there are other examples too, like the Joey Joy flight, where people can roll up their sleeves and help out on the day. 
That's that's right, and that 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 it brings together all those aspects of Rotary that I mentioned earlier. It's not just a service club; it's also a a social uh, club for for the members. And these projects, yes, they do involve a lot of camaraderie. And I've I've been to the on the graffiti team a couple of times myself, and you know it's a very enjoyable cup of coffee that you have yeah. after the uh, the hard work of painting over some graffiti. Of course, of course. So, uh, Ian, um, people thinking about becoming a president, what, what advice would you have for them becoming a president of a Rotary Club or thinking about it? Well, I, I guess the main advice is do the Rotary training courses and then apply the learnings that come out of them. Uh, one of those big learnings was to actually do a club survey and I'm disappointed that um, due to a number of factors I didn't actually conduct a member survey uh, while I was president but I'll be assisting the incoming president to actually conduct a member survey I think it's very important that we um, we do a survey and understand from the members' perspective what they like about the club, what they don't like about the club, what we should be doing more of, what we should be doing less of, so that it's not just one person making decisions about the club. It's actually a, a member collective role to, uh, to to feed us information about what, what the members of the club, how they want to be... Um, uh, treated and involved within the within the club. And talking about members of the club, Ian, um, it's a challenge for all Rotary clubs anywhere in the world to maintain their membership. Have we, at, have you at Taramara um, held your ground as far as the membership is concerned or has it uh, gone up, has it uh, plateaued, has it declined? Any comments on that? Well, we've, we've managed, we've inducted uh, five new members this year. Uh, I feel very pleased about that. Um, there's obviously been a decline at the elder end of, yes. of our membership. That, that always happens, unfortunately. Um, but we have managed to, uh, to maintain our membership numbers and, in fact, just slightly grow them over the course of the 12 months. Um, I think one of the, the main things we need to do going forward is to make sure that we promote Rotary and its role in organising and carrying out projects. Um, the community, in in a sense, as you um, indicated right at the outset of this interview, the community generally doesn't clearly understand exactly what Rotary is and what Rotary does. And I think one area we need to improve greatly is our, is our public image and our public communication of the role that Rotary does play in the community. The other thing we need to do is to encourage um, our existing members to invite people along to our meetings and to participate in our projects. And then we need to actually invite and encourage these people to become members and make them welcome to join us. And allied to that is that once, if we get new members to retain those members, we're going to make sure they under, we understand why they've become members. And we then need to give them something positive and meaningful to take on within the club. They're not just coming along to be a passenger. They've, cut, they've joined the club for a reason. And we need to enhance their activity to meet the reasons that they've become a member of the club. Yeah, Ian, I, from my personal observation, I think the quicker you can get people into working um, on a project, the better, almost before coming along to a, an evening meeting, just to rope them in to roll up their sleeves and to help with something. And then the, the meeting will be a natural follow on from that. Correct. I think that it's ongoing within Rotary. It's very, it's very important that we ensure ourselves and that our other members that our, our needs are met we, we all have needs 
that we've wired that we've joined Rotary, whether it be social fellowship, whether it be community volunteering, whether it be an involvement in big global projects. But we need to make sure that we all, each of us, continue to see value for our participation and membership of, of the Rotary Club on a continuous basis. Well, Ian, um, I'd just like to thank you on behalf of um, myself, my program, uh, Rotary Matters, for your time today and to congratulate you on a wonderful job that you've been doing for the last 11 and a half months as president of Taramara Rotary. It's been a great uh, pleasure and a privilege to uh, to attend and thank you very much for your time and good luck when you become past president. You'll be PP, Ian, Ian Spencer. <laughs> Thanks very much, Ian. Okay. All the best, mate.